Good morning from the Protoss Newsroom. The date today is Wednesday the 13th of January, and you're listening to the Protoss Daily. These are the main headlines this morning. The top 100 Bitcoin wallets have grown their stacks by $11 billion in the past 30 days. MicroStrategy head Michael Saylor has announced the launch of a series of Bitcoin-focused educational events, and Teva teases that a long-awaited audit could come later this year. At the present time, Bitcoin is trading at $34,000, down 6% for the past seven days. Theta has been the best top 20 performer for the day, up 17%. With Bitcoin sailing into uncharted territory, the account balances of the world's top Bitcoin wallets continue to grow. The largest 100 Bitcoin wallets, which hold the vast majority of the cryptocurrency in circulation, have seen their stacks grow by $11 billion in the past month. This marks a 16% increase from the previous month with the top 10 addresses alone growing by $320 million. But it's important to note that a sizable chunk of the top addresses belong to cryptocurrency exchanges, which keeps tons of digital assets on hand to keep trades flowing smoothly, and some split their holdings into multiple addresses. Still, the biggest single wallet at the moment belongs to Huobi, and holds around $5 billion worth of Bitcoin. Curiously, more than half of the top 100 Bitcoin wallets have never sent crypto to anyone, having only added Bitcoin, suggesting these investors are in for the long haul. But considering it's thought that around 20% of all Bitcoin in circulation, worth nearly $129 billion, has been lost forever, it could very well be that whoever owns some of these top addresses no longer have access to these private keys. In any case, the swelling of the top Bitcoin addresses highlights just how powerful whales and exchanges have become as users persistently keep their crypto on exchanges against the advice of security professionals. At the present time, less than 3% of all Bitcoin addresses control more than 85% of the Bitcoin in circulation. Michael Saylor, the yacht-loving chief executive of data intelligence firm MicroStrategy, is running a series of educational lectures designed to tease and entice other corporations into buying Bitcoin. Lasting two days, the online event will include several sessions that aim to encourage companies to convert some of their cash holdings into Bitcoin. Sailor extolling Bitcoin virtues to other executives should come as no surprise, after his company recently spent over $1 billion on Bitcoin, a stack that's now worth twice that. But Sailor bought in at the right time, having started buying in August when the price of Bitcoin was around $11,000. The price of Bitcoin has more than tripled since then, bringing MicroStrategy's stock price up more than 250%. A raft of crypto-native companies are set to join Sailor's Bitcoin conference, including Stoneridge, Kraken, Grayscale, Coinbase, Consensus and Binance, with Sailor himself interviewing figures from each crew on topics like crypto taxation, regulations and accounting. 
with traders no doubt eager to listen in for hints as to who might be next to buy Bitcoin. The curious case of whatever the hell actually backs stablecoin Tether might soon see new revelations after Bitfinex General Counsel Stuart Hoganer hinted a real audit might come as soon as this year. When Tether was first starting back in 2015, the company said that each and every Tether was backed one-to-one with US dollars, which are now supposedly kept in an account with a bank in the Bahamas. But Tether changed its story in 2019, maintaining that its stablecoin is actually backed by a mix of US dollars and other assets, some of which include loans to other unnamed businesses. Tether has so far relied on a signed letter from their banking partner as proof of its reserves, which critics have been quick to point out is not the same as a real audit. So, if and what backs Tether remains a mystery, despite having deployed more than $25 billion worth of Tethers into the market, making it the third largest crypto asset in the world behind Bitcoin and Ethereum. But despite Hogan telling popular podcaster Peter McCormack that an audit might be on the horizon, those seeking closure on the situation are likely to be left wanting, as Tether has teased the possibility of a real audit for years and so far delivered bump kits. Chinese crypto manufacturer MicroBT is eyeing a US public offering as it seeks to raise the funds it needs to meet the skyrocketing demand for high-end mining tech. Local crypto blogger Colin Wu, tweeting as Wu Blockchain, reported earlier today that MicroBT is seeking a Nasdaq listing so that it can buy more Samsung chips and build more rigs. Chipset manufacturers like MicroBT are struggling to keep up with demand as miners look to boost their output after Bitcoin's price hit multiple all-time highs over the past month. The unconfirmed sources referenced in the thread also speculate that should MicroBT become the third major Chinese mining rig maker, the company's market value could exceed tens of billions, which would make it much larger than competitors eBang and Canaan Creative, but likely smaller than Bitmain. Shenzhen-based MicroBT was launched in 2016 by former Bitmain employees, one a designer and another the brains behind Bitmain's flagship anti-miner machines. The firm previously considered an IPO in 2019, but plans were put on hold when Yang was accused by his former employer of stealing intellectual property and embezzlement and was later arrested. However, there's been no updates to the case since then. The world's largest illicit online marketplace, once dubbed the Silk Road the FBI can never seize, has been seized. Dark Markets was taken down on Monday in a joint operation between the FBI and a number of European law enforcement agencies. A 34-year-old Australian man, who is believed to be the brains behind the site, was also arrested in the German city of Koblenz. 
Since its launch, Dark Market has hosted more than 320,000 transactions, with half a million users buying up to everything from illegal drugs and stolen credit cards to counterfeit cash and mobile SIM cards. And of course, it wouldn't be a true illegal online marketplace if most of these transactions hadn't been made using crypto. The site has seen more than $170 million worth of Bitcoin and Monero cross its virtual counter. Last year, Europol claimed that the golden age of dark markets had ended, following the arrests of nearly 180 vendors and buyers. However, others have likened the battle against the dark web to the ongoing war on drugs, pointing out no matter how many sites are eventually taken down, there will always be another waiting to take its place. Thank you for listening. To stay up to date with the latest from the world of crypto, make sure you subscribe to the Protoss Daily on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all other major podcast providers.